everybody. Uh, welcome to tonight's show of the Rained Out Rantcast Live here on ATN.Live. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, tonight, Shep's not with me. He uh, has some technical difficulties, uh, like usual, I guess. Uh, but tonight's show is going to be a good one. Uh, we've got John Potash coming on to talk about his uh, new documentary called Shots, uh, uh, Eugenics to Pandemics. I'm going to go ahead and, and play the trailer to... Uh, uh, this uh, this uh, documentary, and then probably take a break after that, and then uh, come back and uh, jump right into it with John. By 1912, the WASP super wealthy families, America's oligarchs, including railroad tycoon E.H. Harriman, the Rockefellers, and Morgans, had joined the Carnegies in sponsoring eugenics nationwide. In state hospitals, they fed the feebles milk from tuberculosis-infected cows to get rid of them. The oligarchs overflowed with creative ways to kill. NBC News covered how some states kept practicing eugenics as late as the 1970s. 31 states had legal eugenics programs. Pharmaceutical giant vaccine makers Bristol-Myers and Merck interlocked with the New York Times and Time Incorporated, respectively. The ABC News article cited CDC findings that 94% of the reported COVID-19 deaths involved an average of 2.6 other potential causes of death. As the narrator of this documentary on Bill Gates revealed, he was also the top donor to the Center for Disease Control. CDC. This Brookings Institution article shows CDC stats that report how middle-aged black and Latino death rates are at least six times higher than for whites. PCR is separate from that. It's just a process that's used to make a whole lot of something out of something. That's what also, it is. Um, it's, it's not, it doesn't tell you that you're sick and it doesn't tell you that the thing you ended up with really was going to hurt you or anything like that. Adams, the Moderna vaccine, Tony Fauci's top aides own royalties to that. So people in his agency collect $150,000 a year in royalties on that vaccine. Pfizer, a name you can't trust, said the U.S. Justice Department in 2009. The federal government today announced the largest medical fraud settlement in U.S. history. Mountains of data have emerged from, from many centers and countries around the world showing the miraculous effectiveness of ivermectin. It basically obliterates transmission of this virus. To give some context, over the past 20 years, all vaccinations combined, there were a reported 4,182 deaths over the past 20 years. In the past four months, we're now sitting at 4,178 deaths associated with the COVID vaccine, we a study commissioned by the Department of Health and Human Services. This is in 2010, and Harvard carried out this study. And the conclusion was only about 1% of adverse reactions are ever reported to VAERS. Yeah, that's the trailer to Shots, Eugenics, the pan Pandemics. Uh, you can find the links to that on uh, John Potash, uh, potash.com. Um, also, uh, support the, the network ATN.live. Uh, if you're listening on ATN.live, uh, we've got the support button there. We're also opened up on the clubhouse. If you want to jump over there, uh, like I said, Shep's, uh, not 
with us tonight. Uh, he's got technical problems, so we don't have the call lines open tonight. Uh, also, uh, we opened up uh, support for the rain ca- rained out rant cast itself. If you go to buymeacoffee.com slash rantcast, uh, you can uh, support the show. Uh, and uh, we'll be back after this break uh, uh, with John Potash to speak more about the uh, shots. All your free speech, uncensored content right here on ATN.Live. That's 24-7, uncensored, unhinged, unfiltered, 24-7 on ATN.Live. Catch shows like The Cole Report, Shepard and Bellis, weekdays, 6 p.m. Central. Every weekday night, you can hear Shepard and Bellis live at 6 p.m. Central. Also on Sundays, 7 p.m. Central, you can hear Rantcast Live exclusively on ATN.Live. You can interact with the shows. The call lines are always open. 100% uncensored, 24-7, ATN.Live. This is Aaron Cole from The Cole Report. I do a live show every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. We're going to be going through all of these crazy topics every week. We're going to do deep dives into money, weather, the, the carbon, the, the planets coming in, the, the volcanoes popping. Anything they're going to try to do to depopulate us, we're going to break this down. And we're going to do it live every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. So please come join me and let's break this shit down. Thank you. This is Bethany Adani from the Shepherd Ambellis Show, co-host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambellis Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.Live, the Shepard Ambellis Show, with Shepard Ambellis and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us. And we're back on uh, Rantcast Live here on ATN.Live. Um, like I said, uh, the clubhouse is open if you want to join on there, join the conversation on there. Tonight's guest uh, is the author of Drugs as Weapons Against Us and uh, the book The FBI War on Tupac Shakur. Also the director of Shots Eugenics to, pa- to Pandemics. Uh, you can find these on his uh, website. Please welcome uh, John Potash. How's it going, John? Good. Thanks for having me on, Chris. Um, so, uh, what, could you tell my audience just a little bit about yourself uh, and uh, introduce yourself and sure. jump into this? Yeah. So, I um, I've been working as a counselor, a psychotherapist for over thirty years, and um, and so I, I've uh, on the side I've been doing writing and you know writing books, uh, writing articles first, and then books, and then films. 
turning you know two of my books into films and then now you know producing this third film writing and producing this third film shots eugenics to pandemics and um, my main you know, area of focus of course has been on u.s intelligence and um and basically their their targeting of musicians and and left-wing politicians i mean left-wing activists in general but now these days of course they're they're like kind of left-wing and right wings kind of out the window it appears with um you know just uh different people taking different um points of view on on this pandemic and uh the COVID 19 shots and everything else and uh so i i just um you know people think that of course that i'm right wing because i produce this film shots eugenics to pandemics but basically, it's just about the attack on on the ninety nine percent of us, you know, the, the great majority of us, with this um, gain of function research that produced whatever it was that that is this COVID nineteen. But um, you know, of course, the lockdowns and the masks may be what's making us sick. It's really hard to know because the the um, truth is hard to find these days because the um, you know, as I show in my film. Um, for example, as you, you heard in the trailer, uh, even the CDC admitted that you know that about ninety-five percent of the uh, co supposed COVID deaths, you know, could have been caused by two and a half other different you know causes of, of death. So, um, which they knew that, uh, you know, when they had that Italian study that came out uh, way back in twenty twenty at the the early beginning of COVID with that Italian study, because I uh, trans translated that study down. And it showed that it was 99%. You had three or more comorbidities because that was the best data I believe we would have had at the time because China at the time, I mean, who can believe, you know, China's numbers, you know? So I, I, I figured Italy was the best and it, that's what it turned out to be. I mean, uh, with the comorbidities. Right. Yeah. So, so who knows what exactly is uh, happening out there, but we do know that there, there's a huge push Obviously, you know, uh, so much of the world's population, but especially the United States and European countries, but so much of the world's population is being coerced to take these vaccines that are very dangerous. Now, so my film starts with the history of uh, what I call the American oligarchs, the wealthiest American families that I think were behind much of this, you know, pandemic situation. And that's like the Rockefellers, the J.P. Morgans, the Harrimans, the uh, you know Carnegies, the Bushes, etc. Um, and how they had started this eugenics movement, which was started in the early 1900s. It was really actually started in the late 1800s in, in England, but it didn't really take off in England. It really took off in the United States in the early 1900s. And in um, the early 1900s, they, they started this movement, this eugenics movement, which basically called everyone who wasn't wealthy, white, Anglo-Saxon, Protestant, uh, somewhat inferior. I mean, they really uh, said, it basically uh, generalized the fact that about 90% of uh, people of color were, in, were genetically inferior, they were saying. And uh, maybe 60% of Jews, 60% of Irish and, and Italians, were genetically inferior, believe it or not, they mm. were saying at that time, and should be sterilized or eliminated. Um, these are some of what they were saying, and and they're they are just incredibly wealthy. They, they, you know, it's a complete ridiculous pseudoscience. There's no truth in it whatsoever. But they did with all their wealth. They paid 
professors at top colleges around the country to act this ridiculousness. And um, they gave these, you know, phony IQ tests. Um, they came up with these IQ tests that were, you know, asking questions about bowling alleys and tennis courts and things that, you know, basically the poor and, you know, uh, immigrants didn't know anything about. And so only the wealthiest really knew about some of these things. And so um, that's how they did things. And then they would get the, they would call these people feeble-minded. They would push them into institutions for the feeble-minded. And then they would feed them, uh, you know, uh, tubercular milk from tuberculosis-infected cows that would kill about half of them. And that's the way they did away with so many ethnic, you know, groups, ethnic communities. So I go into that for maybe the first um, at least 10 or 20 percent of the film and show how these wealthiest oligarchs then use their largesse to um, to push the propaganda. They, they bought out loads of the media in 1917. Um, 25 uh, greatest newspapers were bought out. And this is according to Ben Bagdikian, who was a former Pulitzer Prize winner for the Washington Post, the head of the uh, Berkeley School. He was dean of the uh, Berkeley's uh, Cal Berkeley Journalism School. And he um, wrote a book called The Media Monopoly, studying the media and found that first these, these oligarchs bought out 25 of the greatest newspapers in 1917 and much of the, the top, many of the top magazines at that time. And then they um, con you know, gained more and more control over the entire media landscape and to the point that by um, around 2000 they, they had six multinational corporations that controlled well over 90 percent of all of our information according to, to Bagdikian and the media monopoly and so um, this is how they controlled the narrative of COVID and this is how they actually you know propagandized the country and before World War One to lead America into World War One where you know they could you know it was basically a form of eugenics because you had millions of American young Americans going off to war first uh, with people that were poor and needed the money and then you know by instituting a draft and uh, they were experimenting on them with a dozen to two dozen different uh, you know experimental vaccines coming out of uh, what was called Rockefeller you know Medical Institute at that time. Um, Rockefellers had, had, and the Carnegies had bought out and basically bought controlling shares of most of the medical schools and really controlled the, the evolution of medicine from uh, what was formerly a homeopathic, you know, uh, evolved evolution of medicine to more of an allopathic, a really invasive form of medicine. Started to meant, demonize that and, uh, and outlaw the homeopathic. Uh, right. You see that a lot. You see that now being heavy and being played yeah. on on your social media and stuff right now so sure no doubt yeah they they really uh, created the word quack for doctors that, that didn't practice their form of medicine and their form of medicine involved radiation it involved loads of surgery uh, it involved loads of uh, uh, oil-based pharmaceuticals um, and so you know that's that's what they pushed and um, involved mercury which you know is still in some vaccines, it's a preservative in, of thimerosal and still in the flu vaccines. 
So this was the evolution of it all. And um, with World War I, though, they used these uh, dozen to two dozen different experimental vaccines that um, really uh, loads of evidence, much more than in, in my film, but lots in my film, but a lot, lot more is in, in another film documentary that I saw after I created my film, uh, showed that really the Spanish flu was uh, stemmed from these experimental vaccines that they pushed on American soldiers and they use their banks in European countries to push them on European soldiers. And countries that, that um, refused to get the vaccines didn't get any of these so-called Spanish flu. And even like PBS you know, said that this was the so-called Spanish flu because the first instances of it really uh, started at Fort Riley, uh, you know, a military uh, camp in the United States. So this is, we, so we were dealing with this stuff way back when and um, you know, they were just hiding it well, but leading into, so I showed the evolution of that going into World War II. After World War I, Germany was devastated, and we tried to export eugenics to a lot of European countries, but most of them had no interest in it. Um, but Germany was completely devastated by World War I, so they needed any money they could get. So when uh, the Rockefellers and Carnegie's and Harriman's pump tons of money into their their country to fund these uh, eugenics institutes, they had a hard time saying no because they were so desperate. And so we funded basically the um, start of, of Hitler and the Nazis in these institutes in Germany and, and really funded the rise of the brown shirts that, you know, the mercenary army, uh, mercenary army behind, you know, Hitler and the Nazis. And the whole rise of that, and so I show all the the evidence of that now. For and that's still today. Them companies today still are mega corporations. Uh, yes, no doubt. Yeah, you know, Bear. Bear GE, was part of uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean uh, Ford. You know, I mean, is isn't it? It's true that Hitler even designed the the Volkswagen Beetle, right? Yeah, the people's yeah, car. Well, yeah. Right. I mean, they basically, he was a, Ford was a huge influence on Hitler. Hitler gave him a special medal. Yeah, um, Ford even you know. sued the U.S. Uh, government for blowing up his uh, tank factories, right? And yeah, he won. And, yeah, <laughs> and Brown, Brother, Brown Brothers Harriman, which was, Brown Brothers was based in, you know, in uh, Baltimore, actually, my hometown. And Harriman, of course, is Harriman Railroad. And uh, Prescott Bush, George Bush Sr.'s father, was director of, the, of Brown Brothers Harriman. They were, you know, found to be trading with the enemy. They were they were brought up on the Trading with the Enemy Act right at the end of World War II for funding Hitler. They were working with, you know, um, the German oligarch Fritz Thyssen to fund Hitler. And so IBM was doing the same. And the a top author named Edwin Black, who was a um, syndicated columnist for the Chicago Tribune, who's been his work has been translated over twenty into over twenty languages in over hundred countries. He wrote this seminal book on eugenics called War Against the Weak. And they wrote another book about how eugenics led up to the funding of uh, the Nazis in Germany with the book IBM and the Holocaust. Because IBM um, funded the, basically the machinery with uh, the, you know, the uh, punch cards, the Holland punch cards that coincided with the tattoos on people's yep. arms to make it much more systematic. And they're so, getting involved with that. Basically today, uh, with mm -hmm. the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and uh, their mm -hmm. tracking systems that they're attempting to implement with the blockchain and, and other technologies we have today.
Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I don't know that much about the blockchain, but I do know that um, they do have, they do apparently have barcodes on all the vaccines. And so that uh, reportedly we have barcodes inside us with, you know, inside those vaccines with the uh, nanotechnology they have in there. I don't know how that works. I don't know much about that, but I just have some people to touch on the nanotechnology. uh, You're aware of Charles Lieber, right? Uh, And when he was was arrested on uh, January 28, 2020, he's the chair of Harvard's Department of Chemistry and Chemical Biology. Um, He uh, China actually built him a lab in Wuhan. Um, when it comes to nanotechnology, technology, Charles Lieber is the 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 guy. I mean, the the world's leading, and he was arrested on Janu- in January. I think uh, uh, his uh, accomplices, who because I don't know if you know about the uh, the Chinese nationals that have been ar- arrested throughout the universities in the United States in the last uh, two or three years. You know, they had that, that program. I, I didn't know exactly what that was related to. Yes, uh, two of his accomplices were arrested at the Boston International Airport in December, I believe, of 2019, trying to smuggle cancer cells out. Uh, and then we found uh, out, you know, th- that COVID itself has some sort of cancer-type gene in it or something like that, or, or it might have been used in the, the vaccine itself. But... Uh, they were let go and sent back. Charles Lieber was given, uh, I, I think, five or six years. You know, they'll just send him back to his lab in Wuhan. He was paid millions of dollars, and and you know the media doesn't touch on this at all. Yeah, I feel like he's the linchpin type character to this nano um, conspiracy. You know that it's floating around as far as uh, that type of technology that may be. Uh, in something like this, but uh... well, they know that there's nanotechnology. They, you know, they you know, ma- many different you know, mainstream doctors have talked about the nano uh, the graphene lipid oxide. Particles. Yeah, well, the, the polyethylene lipo, uh, lipid particles that kind of coats the nanotechnology. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside the vaccine, so that's known, and they warn people that if you have an allergy to to this. Um, you know, uh, type of there's the coating that particular kind of coating that that could cause anaphylaxis. So That's they, what Aaron Rodgers talked about on Rogan there a couple of weeks ago, I believe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So mainstream media has even admitted that part of it. What they don't talk about though is what I show in my film is that the, a 2019 magazine journal called the Journal of Nanoparticles um, showed that these nanoparticles are toxic to our our reproductive organs, you know, ovaries and testes, and, uh, you know, can hurt fertility. And so that uh, seems to be part of the reason, you know, that they have nanoparticles in the vaccine is they do want to hurt our fertility. And people like Naomi Wolf, who, who wrote the book of the bodies of, of others, and, um, you know, she had a team of doctors working with her analyzing uh, different aspects of not only the Pfizer documents that they were forced, that Pfizer was forced to release and after, you know, they were trying to hide them for 75 years and they were forced to release them. A judge made them release the, the documents. And so they've, they've shown that it's massively, massively hurting people's births, hurting women's menstrual cycles. Um, the menstrual you know, cycle thing came out almost immediately 
um, when the shots were rolled out, you know, uh, and, and a lot of that, all that was conspiracy, conspiracy. And, and here we are. And now they're, well, they're, it's becoming true. We knew this, um, and when it comes to the, the infertility and sterilization of nations through inoculations, um, this has been going on for, for decades. Uh, they've been testing it on, on third world nations. Right, and the way it relates to uh, you know these some of these oligarchs and these people that these corporations that funded Hitler is for one thing, uh, it was you know a top executive in IBM was interviewed by a German newscaster, um, and uh, I have that in my film, and he says that that basically Bill Gates was just working out of his uh, parents' garage, still uh, eating pizza and you know having soda in there with yep. his computers, tinkering with his computers when. His mother, who was friends with the, um, the director, of, uh, the CEO, basically, of IBM, said, uh, sent 900 IBM executives out to be workers and executives out to, to basically prop Bill Gates up in this new company. So Gates is a front man. He's a front man for IBM. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so as a front man, though, his job apparently was to uh, quit Microsoft at a certain point and become this so-called you know, philanthropist, which was basically just to push sterilizing vaccines on the world and push dangerous vaccines on, you know, basically on the world, but on third world countries, but, you know, a lot of the developing world. So he did that. He pushed it on India. He pushed it on, pushed them on a number of developing countries, um, Nicaragua, and I believe it was Panama, but a number of them all found these sterilizing agents that the World Health Organization finally admitted that they were working on these sterilizing agents. And, uh, you know, of course, Bill Gates is the second largest donor in the world to the, to the World Health Organization. He's also the largest, you know, individual donor to the CDC. And so, he, you know, he's even large, he's a larger donor than any of the other countries except for the United States. He, he donates so much. So this is really probably IBM influencing the World Health Organization, that you know, the IBM who were helping to fund Nazis influencing the World Health Organization and CDC most likely in, in what they were doing with these sterilizing agents to the world and these crippling agents because, you know, some of their um, vaccines, they, they, were, they were getting, believe it or not, 50 different polio doses to, uh, to Indian kids, um, at, you know, in uh, like a five to 10 year span and uh, causing 500, about 500,000 kids, Indian boys, to be um, paralyzed. Uh, it's just incredible what they were doing to the world. And this is all just leading up to the pandemic. And um, you know, before the pandemic, of course, of 2020, they simulated the pandemic. Um, really, RFK Jr. in his book documented that they did it virtually every year for about 10 to 20 years. But I, I just show several of those you know, simulations uh, one was in the Rockefeller report saying that this is what's going to happen soon. We're going to have this you know, massive pandemic. We're going to need lockdowns and we're going to need masks and we're going to need vaccines. And then, of course, you had 2019 where you had um, the event 201 at Johns Hopkins with Johns Hopkins and the Bill and Melinda yep. Gates Foundation funding. They gave out they- uh, plushies, you know, yeah. and then Twitter tries to, uh, you know, fact check and say, no, they didn't give out plushies of of COVID while the tweet is still on Twitter. It, that, that the gaslighting that's been going on the past two and a half uh, years is, uh, I, it's mind boggling, but 
this was coming. This was coming. I mean, like I've said that, you know, they've, they've been working on this for so long and, um, the way everybody just basically folded and the control with the media and, uh, right. Revealing that to people. Revealing to people, you know, using Snowden to reveal to everybody that they are, in fact, spying on everyone, that they are, in fact, uh, collecting every bit of your data, um, you know, and then uh, revealing, you know, they're revealing everything that uh, was has been a conspiracy the last uh, 50 years, you know, about this government. Yeah, it's incredible how much they control the medical journals, too. That's why that, that former head of the New England Journal of Medicine uh, New England Journal, uh, you know, I'm sorry, the you know, New England Journal, which is really one of the most prestigious medical journals in the country, um, saying, you know, she's now a faculty at Harvard, and she basically revealed the fact that the pharmaceutical companies control the uh, content of all the top medical journals, and thus control the whole narrative in the medical journals. Same and so, with, yeah. um, like, Social media, uh, not to cut you off there, but I've noticed yeah. on social media like Facebook, there was this uh, this Facebook page. It's called I Fucking Love Science, IFLS. It was made by a woman in the UK, I believe. Man, I, I want to say like 10 years ago. And it's really built. It's really got big. I fucking love science, you know, and it's all science-based. And for two-plus years, they were telling us to believe the science, trust the science, trust the science, trust the science. And then just a couple months ago, they put a post up saying, you can't trust the science. You need to question the science because that is science. And right at the bottom of it, you know who sponsored this this little ad? Pfizer. Pfizer. It had it right on it. Like, so mind-blowing of how much they work to make us trust the science, and now it's doing this flip on us, which I, I don't know what the angle is there, especially with it being uh, sponsored by Pfizer. Yeah, it's probably because the science is starting to come out against Pfizer. For Pfizer. Are they going to blame it all on Trump, you know, with the warp speed? And uh, it seems like that's what they're setting up with uh, the vaccine. Likely, which, yeah. You know, the fa- quote-unquote failure. Um, right. And so, yeah, and so, you're, you're, yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I'm glad you brought up, you know, social media. It's it basically most of the social media is is controlled by some of the same wealthiest families, you know, and they they do control uh, what gets called, you know, um, you know, false information or not. And so that's why, of course, YouTube won't, you know, well, actually, originally they wouldn't touch my film. They wouldn't allow a um, trailer of my film on there. They wouldn't allow anything. But uh, some a powerful group that that um, obtained my film from my distributor got them somehow. I don't know how to uh, have it on YouTube movies now. My film. I mean, I, I believe they have to have it because you're using resources. You're using facts. There's not when you're doing it like that. There's they can't. There's nothing they can do about that. I mean, they can try all they want. You know. I mean it. They will because I did go to YouTube to check out uh, if it was on YouTube, and the, what the one that I went to said no, it, it had been uh, it had been pulled. Yeah, it actually well, it actually still is on there to rent. I mean, you can't okay. have a trailer on there for it, but you can. You can't. I mean, no, if you can have the picture, you can't have the picture of the film up there because they they say that's um, not allowed. But you can rent it from YouTube movies, believe it or not, still and or buy it from YouTube movies. But it is available, you know, when um, Tubi for free, 
and it's available in Google Play for. for I rent. watched it on Tubi. Uh, that's t u t u b i dot com, uh, and it was real. It was simple to, to watch. Uh, uh, so, because I tried to look up it on Amazon, I couldn't find it on Amazon when I was trying to look it up. So, Tubi, it comes yeah, right up. Yeah, it's not on Amazon Prime, but it's uh, you can buy the DVD on Amazon. Okay, okay, okay. So, so digitally, yeah. it's on Tubi. Everywhere else, it's a uh, uh, DVD, and then Google uh, is digital. Yeah, or, I mean, so YouTube is digital if you if you pay the buck ninety nine or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, it's free on Tubi TV and a, and something called Show Me TV, but then it's uh, you got buy you got rent it for like a dollar ninety nine on uh, Google Play or Google TV and and YouTube movies, you know, for rent or you could purchase it also on Google and uh, YouTube. So, all right, um, all right, John. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, real quick, yeah, sure. uh, and then we'll be we'll be right back with John Potash to talk more about shots on ATN Live. This is Aaron Cole from The Cole Report. I do a live show every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. We're going to be going through all of these crazy topics every week. We're going to do deep dives into money, weather, the, the carbon, the, the planets coming in, the, the volcanoes popping. Anything they're going to try to do to depopulate us, we're going to break this down. And we're going to do it live every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. So please come join me and let's break this shit down. Thank you. This is Bethany Adani, co-host of The Shepherd Ann Bella Show, here to personally invite you to a place where freedom of speech actually still exists. ATN.Live and Bella's Talk Network. Open and expand your heart, mind, soul, and ears with a variety of daily dose truths as you listen to The Shepherd Ann Bella Show with host Shepherd Ann Bellis and my fellow co-host Aaron Cole, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Central, ATN.Live and Bellis Talk Network, where you will also find the Cole Report, the Rained Out Rantcast, along with many others arriving to the network in the near future. ATN.Live and Bellis Talk Network. ATN.Live, spread the word. Hey, Chris, with the Rained Out Rantcast here. Letting you know to find all your favorite shows from the Shepherd and Bella show to the Cole Report right here on ATN.Live, including Rantcast Live every Sunday at 8 Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, right here on ATN.Live. Come and check it out. back with uh, John Potash here on Rantcast Live on ATN.Live. Uh, John, before the uh, the break... I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> well, that was the wrong button. Uh, before the break there, uh, we were talking about social media being canceled, you know, basically uh, shadow banned. Uh, that's why we've got the ATN network that was set up by Shep- Shepard Ambellis uh, so we can broadcast and, and not be removed from 
social media or not social media, but the internet itself. I mean, cause they're scrubbing everything they can. Uh, and yeah. what's wild is you had Mark, uh, fucker. I, I mess that up every time. Mark Zuckerberg on with, uh, Joe Rogan there. And, uh, he even tells us, he tells everybody, you know, the FBI was you know involved, the government's, you know, telling them who, who to, uh, shadow ban, who to shut down, who to ban, who to kick off that they're shadow banning people, uh, that they're literally meddling in elections. They, they're, they're meddling in people's health in people's lives. Um, and it's, it's, it's out of control. I mean, yeah, it really is. But obviously, I mean, these shots are, are the, the most out of control thing they've done because they, um, you know, we've got the, the only government reporting system for these vaccines is the vaccine adverse event reporting system. That's the only official uh, system we have to know what's going on. And, um, and so according to them, according to, to the vaccine adverse re- event reporting system, we've got over 30,000 deaths from these vaccines. We've got over a million, you know, around a million serious injuries. And that's reported, right? Uh... And that's, and, and yeah, a study, you know, from Health and Human Services, United States Health and Human Services funded a study by Harvard and um, another study confirmed this one that uh, analyzed the vaccine adverse event reporting system and found that really only about 1% of total adverse events are reported to VAERS. So yes, and that is point- shocking, uh, you know, and that study was yeah. done um, over 10 years ago now. I mean, it was done about 12 years ago, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then you got to go into, you know, talking about who's funding what um, and where money's going, because you, you always have to follow the money. Mm-hmm. But even that Harvard study, you know, we have, what you know, I'm sure you know the crisis in science, and that really has to do with uh, medical research because of the money that is involved with uh, this this re- so-called research where they're fishing data. There, there's no... Even peer, quote unquote, peer reviewed science, uh, they are finding that it's not being peer reviewed at all. It's it's just being thrown out there, and people are signing off on it, especially with these vaccines. Uh, I mean, and just yeah. the the fraud. I mean, look at uh, we were talking about Bill, uh, you know, Bill and Melinda Gates. You know, they had invested in a company called Enovio, Right. And Inovio is the company that back in 2020, you know, on February 13th, a report from Fox Business, California Lab says it discovered coronavirus vaccine in three hours. Right. And so that Inovio stock skyrocketed uh, that week. Then it comes out. They lied. You know, and all they have to do is they they just have to pay out. Uh, 44 million to the shareholders and go go about. They made way more than 44 million dollars. They got to pay out 44 million pocket change to the shareholders and go on about their days. And and they're they're still creating. They're still well, quote unquote, creating. I don't know what they create since they make shit up, you know. And and this is what we we're being bombarded with, bombarded with. Yeah, and Microsoft has patents around the technology that is uh, reportedly in these vaccines where, where they, um, they have these graphene nat- nanopart- graphene oxide nanoparticles. And I show the scientific articles that show what these graphene oxide nanoparticles can do. And what they can do is, is they become magnetic when heated up. And when they get magnetic, they, they bond together and form sh- sheaths and they become basically little 
little uh, sheaths uh, that can transmit. They become little transmitters. And I show the scientific articles that, you know, from the past that, that uh, show they have this technology and this is how it's done. This is how we work in our bodies. And those transmitters and doctors say that the vaccines have these, you know, nanocrystal uh, transmitters that connect and communicate with uh, 5G somehow to uh, then, you know, just basically spy on us, just know what's inside our bodies, um, document what everything that's going on in our bodies and uh, somehow track us in different ways. And that's and, like uh, through their uh, Bill and Melinda Gates again. They had that patent, uh, 606060, I think uh, that was in your documentary there. And that has to do with blockchain and um, basically mining crypto, your data, because that's what crypto is, is data. They're mining your data uh, mm -hmm. with all your movement, with everything you do. And we see, you know... <sighs> right on world stages, you know, the World Economic Forum with Klaus Schwab, you know, and, and others. Uh, I don't know the Pfizer CEO. He's a veterinarian, I believe. Uh, uh, yeah. He was uh, on the stage talking about, you have a little pill, you take the pill, and then it tells you if you complied. Like, what the fuck? Why do, I mean, yeah. you know, why do I have to comply? But then again, when pills, you know, a dose costs, you know, fifty. Sixty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars for a dose of medicine, you know. I, I mean, I guess uh, you you need to be tracked to, so you comply and yeah, and take your dose. Yeah, yeah, it's really ugly. Um, super surveillance of of our society. I mean, it's it's real tyranny. But the worst thing is the graphene oxide is toxic for our, you know for us, and the uh, the mRNA technology in the vaccine is also creating the spike proteins which are causing massive, you know, starting with microclots, but they're causing blood clots worldwide. Uh, and the microclots is a start. They are giving people headaches, causing people fatigue or, you know, easier. And, but it's causing strokes and heart attacks and, and many other different problems in people. And cause these, these are, these spike proteins are forming inside our capillaries and it's why they can cause the blood clots so much easier. And top doctors in my film explain how that works and happens, but the um, the basically the vaccine can get through to our brains, they can get into our hearts, they can get into our lungs, they get all over our body. And um, so I have the um, inventor of the mRNA RNA technology talking about this at the very end of my film too, Robert Malone. But um, you know, one of the high, most highly cited doctors in Germany, Dr. Sukrit Bhakti, talks about this, you know, how they work in our system and how they're they're causing massive amounts of deaths. Um, and uh, so, but the thing is, it's it's slow and over time. It's not. Some people are dying fast, you know, suddenly, but other people are dying, you know, over over years. They're they're just getting their health's getting a little worse without realizing it. So people are going to be dying much younger, it sounds like, that got vaccinated, sadly enough. And it's being and, talked about now, the VADES, uh, the Vaccine Acquired Immune Deficiency uh, mm -hmm. Syndrome, um, because, and also the sudden death that's right. uh, now uh, unknown causes of death. You, you're seeing these headlines constantly every day of uh, athletes, kids, uh, young adults dropping dead. I, I just seen a, a headline of a 25-year-old uh, drag queen who dropped dead on stage. Uh, I think in New York it was. Yeah, I mean, there's doc, there's a uh, film videos of yeah you know, that document a thousand different young athletes that died 
uh, in their primes, you know, in their in their youth for, uh, after getting vaccinated. And uh, another video I, sh I saw just showed, you know, pictures of so many people actually just falling out, just dropping. Uh, you know, some people while they're doing the newscast, some people while they're just out on the street, some people while they're involved in sports, just suddenly dropping, not getting up or seizuring. And things like that it's incredible you know how many people this is happening to. which is uh i don't know if ironic's the right word but that's what some were saying you know at the beginning um of this whole thing if this was real if this was something a real pandemic people would be falling out dropping in the streets is which that propaganda was attempted to be showed to us and and, and pumped to us you know through china from coming from china showing those videos of people dropping and and so and but we didn't see that but now you're seeing this. You're seeing people just fall out and just drop dead. Young, I mean, kids. I have on my Facebook uh, a post that I, I put together, 76 so far uh, headlines, uh, uh, snapshots, and it's all young people. It's all, I mean, there's a couple old one, you know, older people in there, but it's, it's for the most part, it's young people. It's dropping dead. Yeah, they're getting myocarditis and things like that. They're going to have them have weaker hearts. And they, they are getting weaker hearts and dropping dead. But some of them are just getting weaker hearts and they're going to drop dead in a few years as opposed to right away. But I just also want to say that that VAERS vaccine adverse event reporting system numbers are in, uh, particularly astonishing because of the fact that I have Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the swine flu as an example that I showed from a 60 Minutes episode. Um, back in the 1970s, when they had the first swine flu supposed, you know, epidemic or pandemic, they uh, they got they convinced 45 million Americans to take the vaccine for the swine flu back then. And then when they found uh, there was 25 deaths from that vaccine and um, several hundred cases of Guillain-Barré syndrome, which is a neurological problem that causes paralysis from the feet upwards. Um, they uh, stopped giving it. They took it off the market, that vaccine. 25 deaths, and I think the total ended up reaching 50 deaths. And now we have over 30,000 deaths from uh, you know the, the COVID-19 vaccines. And the COVID-19 vaccine deaths and uh, injuries, um, they are more than all of the vaccines uh, combined over the last about you know 80 to 100 years. And so, you know, it's really uh, just absolutely astounding numbers. Uh, and being ignored. Injuries. Yeah, being, well, being I can tell you a personal uh, thing. I was in uh, getting blood work done at the doctor's office, and uh, I'm not big into getting my blood drawn. So uh, she, got, she asked me which arm. I said, I don't care. Just take it, and I'm going to look the other way. And her and the other nurse, there was two of them in the room, and they're talking, and, and she goes, uh, yeah, it's real odd. It's the, you know, it's the second time that, uh, an insurance company has asked, basically demanded a an AIDS test, and right. uh, the other so, nurse was like, "What? What do you mean?" She goes, "Yeah, this the the insurance company they demanded that we do an AIDS test on her, and we have no idea why." And I said, "I didn't even look over. I just said it's the AIDS, it's the vaccine, ladies, it's the vaccine." I mean, uh, they were giving. I think in Oregon, they started to pay people to take AIDS tests just, uh, I think, like six months ago. So, wow. um, and then the talk of AIDS. I mean, this has been since the beginning of this. 
You know, mm-hmm. I think it was, uh, was it on uh, the documentary Plandemic with Judy Mikovits? I think this was, I think, possibly brought up. By, it got tore down so fast, uh, that that documentary with Judy Mikovits. It, right. it got pulled down so fast. But I believe that was talked about in there, in that documentary. But AIDS uh, and HIV connected with the coronavirus or SARS-CoV-2 um, or the Wuhan uh, pneumonia, if you will, uh, has this has been intertangled this entire time, just like Bill Gates from well, yeah, from the I testing to the vaccines. To the... Yeah, I got Luke Montagna in my film talking about just how there's a, a trace amount of HIV in the in this current coronavirus, COVID nineteen situation. You know, uh, they, it was man made. He said, and he's the one who uh, discovered uh, HIV, right? Yeah, he first isolated yep. HIV. Yeah. But um, I do believe that I, I can't remember her saying that for sure, but I do believe Judy Mikovits um, has talked about these kinds of things. Yeah. For, you know, the way they've been doing this for, for decades now. Yeah. And uh, if you read RFK Jr.'s book, um, The Real Anthony Fauci, which is an amazing, amazing account of all of this and the creation of the biosecurity state um, and the way the parallels with um, the way they handled HIV and they tried to kill off so many uh you know so much of the gay community and so many people of color um both the united states and around the world with these toxic hiv medications um you know basically aids medications um it's it's fascinating how many parallels there are from the aids time till now with you know this covid19 these covid19 vaccines but um yeah this is some of the way they they do these things to depopulate the world no doubt about it yeah, and uh, again with the the sterilizations, we've seen fertility rates drop and um, just overall mortality. Um, you're seeing in you know other countries when the the insurance companies now are talking about these uh, these this uh, excess mortality that's going on, and it didn't start in 2020. Uh, you know when everybody was supposed to be dying right. from COVID, it started in 2021, and it is continuing yes. to increase. Uh, back in 2019, the three leading causes of death, I believe, were cancer, heart disease, and doctors, uh, medical malpractice. Uh, the doctors actually could have been the number one if you add in this excessive prescription writing of, of, of opioids. Uh, then that would put the doctors probably at the number one leading cause of death. And if they put that ticker on CNN, uh, I don't know, would people go to the hospitals and to their doctors if they had that ticker uh, that never resets ever you know the covid never resets you know because we're in a pandemic so it just keeps ticking and keeps ticking and keeps ticking and it's uh, this fear-based uh, uh trauma-based mind control um yeah and the and uh, just in terms of depopulation people should understand that bill gates has been uh, caught saying this several times on film so i have one of those times at a ted talk you know him saying that with enough vaccines and other things, we can get the population down by 10 or 15% worldwide. So he's talking about getting the population down by, you know, maybe half a billion to a billion people worldwide um, with the use of vaccines. So this isn't just from us coming from our mouths. It's coming from... It's coming right from the horse's mouth. You just got to listen and um, uh, open those minds like those parachutes, you know. Uh, You've heard of the Deagle Report, right? No, I haven't heard of the Deagle report. What's okay? That? Uh, did you have you heard of the Spars exercise? Uh, I think I've heard of that. I think that, I thought that was one of the um, 
simulations. Yeah, that was one of the simulations. That one seems to be the most like accurate simulation. But the Deagle report, I don't know. I've heard that it's a it's a hoax and that it's not. It's a it's a a website that basically tracked like uh, military funding and spending and the populations of countries, and uh, it it showed. I think it was two thousand nineteen. Um, maybe it was, I, I don't know the exact year that it showed it had projected for 2025. Uh, what was it? A 65% population drop in the United States of America. And then when you uh, look at the fully vaccinated, which is quote unquote, two shots, you're looking at 60 something percent of the population has these uh charlie robinson he's the host and, and producer of uh, macro aggressions uh, uh really good podcast he covers this uh he did an episode a couple weeks ago called where did all the people go he also uh it was man i can't remember the guy's name off of Infowars who kind of exposed the the spars uh exercise and the spars exercise seems to be the one that really uh, that and Crimson and Contagion, but the SPARS really seems to lay out exactly what is happening, even down to uh, the 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 black community being hesitant the way they are, and they're going to need to use uh, influencers like rappers and such like that. And we had uh, the rapper Juvenile, who used to be huge back way back in 2000. I had a great song. I bet you loved it. Back that ass up, right? Uh, and... Um, they come out with a song called uh, Back That Vax Up, I believe it was. A parody of it, but it was the actual rapper coming out doing it. I can't believe it wasn't the hit of the summer of, of 2021. But they actually were doing that. They also said that at some point their lives are going to catch up to them and, and people are going to start stepping down. And we're seeing this now. You know, Fauci has said he's going to retire at the end of the year. But before that, just... A couple weeks before that, he was on TV saying, "I I don't see any time I'm gonna retire. You know, I'm I you know I'm I'm comfortable where I'm at. You know." And then he comes out and he's gonna retire uh, uh, now at the end of the year. Or go after him with lawsuits. Yes, sure. yes, and I, I you're seeing CEOs stepping down and, and these movements that are you know seems because uh, with midterms coming, which I, that's a whole nother thing on that with the voting and, and how that's all been. It's so, everything's so corrupt now. Um, they got Hank Aaron to uh, take the vaccine and, yep. and promote it to the black community. And he died yep. in several days, I believe after getting that yep. vaccine. That's right. And they just blame it on, on someone like Hank Aaron. They blame it on old age. He was, right. he was old, but he was healthy enough to go down to the hospital and get the vaccine. And then he right. dies within the week. I mean, right. come on. I, you know, I, I, people, and there's still people buying this. There's still people yeah. buying the, this. The family of uh, the uh, rapper who, um, I get his name all of a sudden, but he wrote the song, uh, Who Let the Dogs Out. Um, I think it was DMX. Um, rapper DMX, his family. Oh, that's said, right. Yep. He, yep. had, he had just gotten the vaccine, the COVID-19 vaccine in order to tour. And within a week or so, he was in the hospital. And then he died within you know, a week And they that. blamed it on, on uh, overdose. Same with Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters. Taylor Hawkins with the Foo Fighters, I believe, was one of the biggest ones. And um, they instantly said, you know, it takes, 
in America, it takes weeks, months to get a toxicology report back. Uh, Joey Jordanson, the drummer of uh, Slipknot, he died back in 20, uh, 2021, right at the beginning of the, the rollout of the vaccine. He was a touring musician, and he died in his sleep. Uh, I think he was 41. Uh, he might have been a little bit older. I, I don't know his exact age. but uh, And they instantly blame it on an OD. They OD'd. That's... that's you know, uh, the Taylor Hawkins one with the Foo Fighters. Um, yeah, I mean, his heart collapsed, you know, mm-hmm. and when you watch uh, recent interviews with him, uh, past they, interviews and him being clean. It's kind of disgusting how they're still pushing the vaccine. Yes, it, it's 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 I mean, mind yeah, blowing. Hey, I mean, the Foo Fighters are still pushing the vaccines. It's a sad thing about it. Yes, and uh, yeah, they are still pushing it. They're still, uh, if if there was vaccine mandates to 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 be switched on again for concerts, they're going to enforce it. You know, you you have these this yeah, whole flip yeah. in society too. You have bands like Rage Against the Machine. You know, they're they're mandating vaccines. Well, I, I don't think it was Rage's idea to mandate. mandate no, it vaccines. wasn't. But they went along. They signed the contracts. They you know they. They were stuck with that. They they had uh, started that tour, you know, two three years before. They started the tour before. They I mean they had planned that tour before the COVID nineteen uh, stuff happened. I mean the COVID pandemic happened, and so we had tickets to that before it happened, um, and we went to that concert, you know, two years later, you know, just a month or two ago, three months ago, whatever it was, and um, yeah, it's just it, we you know me and my wife weren't vaccinated, and there was no problem getting into that, but. It's just they. Yeah, I think they were stuck with that. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they they did okay and they were fine with it. I have no idea. I just know that they, uh, you know, Zach De La Rocha has been uh, arrested for inciting riots, and uh, you know, they they're known to tear up contracts. So, I mean, it you know it is what it is. It is you know they it, it just was lucky that all the vaccine mandates and shit just happened to basically drop when their tour finally started, you know, they were able to go through Canada, I guess, Canada. Well, I mean, Canada, it's vaccine. You, you vax, you've got to be vaxxed to get in. You got to have the ICANN or whatever it is uh, to get into most places and fly in and out of the country. Yeah. I think they might just drop that for Canada though, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I don't know the exact Canada, ma- vax it's, mandates. It's, I don't keep up on it cause I'm unvaxxed. Yeah. yeah Canada is pretty tyrannical. The, you know, they, they were incredibly tyrannical. Um, and I, I mean, Australia was even worse. Of course, Australia was unbelievable about this stuff, the way they were going to people's homes and taking them out because they they're still doing it. Kids. They're still doing it. They're still doing that stuff in yeah. Australia. They're still doing that stuff in New Zealand. It is. Uh, I mean, they're tearing up gardens. I heard they're tearing up gardens in Australia. I mean, uh, the, the food supply chain, uh, that's going to be the next thing. Uh to, to happen yeah. uh, gates is buying up tons of homes buying up tons of farmland yep the oligarchs are basically buying up loads and they got that uh, fake meat you know the 3d printed meat they're coming out uh, john uh thanks for coming on again and, and talking about uh, uh your documentary again you go to john uh is there anything else that you want to let the followers know yeah, I mean, you can get the film. The film has 15 uh, extra minutes of deleted scenes when you get the DVD. So on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other places, uh, Best Buy and Walmart, I'll, I'll sell the DVD. 
And uh, so, you know, you can check it out there. But um, johnpodash.com is also called shotsmovie.com. Um, so, you know, just I hope you uh, check it out, check this stuff out there. And I and, uh, hope you people, you know, watch the film and I hope you enjoy it. And feel free to contact me through my website, too, if you have any questions about the film. All right. Thanks again, man. Thanks for having me on, Chris. PM Central. You can hear Rantcast live exclusively on ATN.live. You can interact with the shows. The call lines are always open. 100% uncensored 24-7 ATN.live. This is Aaron Cole from The Cole Report. I do a live show every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. We're going to be going through all of these crazy topics every week. We're going to do deep dives into money, weather, the, the carbon, the, the planets coming in, the, the volcanoes popping. Anything they're going to try to do to depopulate us, we're going to break this down. And we're going to do it live every Saturday at 7 a.m. Central. So please come join me and let's break this shit down. Thank you. This is Bethany Adani from the Shepherd Ambella Show, co-host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambella's Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.Live, the Shepard Ambellis Show, with Shepard Ambellis and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us. ATN.Live.